0: Welcome to Hanging with the Brothers, sports talk from the fan's perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me today is only one brother. Holy cow, Michael, it's just you and I today. We're going old school. Old school, old, it's like, it's like we never, it's like we always had it this way. <clears throat> we started it, you know, off it, just it you is. and
1: I when it was horrible, and now here we are back together, and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> way to have confidence i, I like yeah, that I, I i know me that's the only problem
0: yeah. uh, it, it's funny because you know we were talking before we started this um it was two years ago yesterday that we recorded our first show and put it out into the public two years mike two years we've been doing this wow who needs dave and jason
1: actually uh, we do we kind of we, we, do, we yeah. love dave and jason you definitely need dave and jason <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to yeah, have, so gotta have the
1: top ten. Gotta to have other sports. It's uh, oh
0: god, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you got to try to go for the trifecta against me in trivia. God help me.
1: Oh my god, that's you, right. I beat you twice. It's if, been so you, long.
0: I can't remember. what I know. happened. If you if you uh, God three times in a row, I might just have to retire and not you know go into hiding or something. Just not right or change my name. One of the two. So, um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I mean, two years we've done. This is our 68th show. Um, I'm gonna throw some stats out there a little bit later, but uh, about who's listening to us and how many and blah, blah, blah. But uh, we'll talk about that later. The other thing I want to mention, before we get into pleasantries, um, because I really want to know how pleasant you are. um, (laughs) We we need people to call the hotline. We've gotten no phone calls on the hotline. So I need some, everybody, everybody in the world, call immediately. 615-669-4129. 615-669-4129. My phone should be blowing up right now. Right now. Should be blowing up.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't, we haven't put it up yet, so nobody's listening to us, actually.
0: I know, but when they do listen, my phone should be blowing up then. How about that? Okay, that sounds good. So, um, yeah, Mike, let's start Pleasantries. Let's get this show going. All right, so
1: who's going to start Pleasantries? We've got all these Pleasantry people. I guess I'm going first?
0: You're going first. Ladies
1: first? Is that what you're going to say?
0: No, I'm not that mean. Oh, I am, actually.
1: Um, Pleasantries. So, life in the COVID world during this election year has been bad. I haven't been very pleasant, Paul. And uh, this show is the only thing I have to look forward to. (laughs) That's how horrible my life is right now. But I think it's going to pick up. My work is actually... I've been bidding a lot of jobs. I just haven't gotten any of them yet, <clears throat> except one, which is good. So I haven't been able to pull my team back on board completely. You know, so it's been it's been a struggle, man. And you know, money's tight and all this crap. You know the story. So uh, other than that, I don't know why I'm saying all this in my pleasantries. It's not very pleasant. So let's just let's make a new rule. And when we talk about pleasantries, it can only be pleasant.
0: Well, I mean, that's a good rule. Yeah, seems like need- you're really the only one that's not pleasant every week. <laughs> True.
1: Uh, I could tell you stories. So, uh,
0: Well, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I'm i kind of in the same boat as you this this week, Mike. I'm not, I'm not as pleasant as I probably could be.
1: Oh, Paul. You're always pleasant. I know.
0: I'm usually always pleasant. But, again, like you just said, this whole COVID virus crap is, you know, it just makes it hard to be pleasant. You know, I hear you, man. It's uh mon- money's tight, jobs blah, are just oh, it's just so brutal. Yeah. And but, to,
1: to know it was not even necessary to have all this happen it, that's the that's the part that really
0: hurts me. It's like why yeah. are we here?
1: But that's another show.
0: That is another <laughs> show. We'll talk about that at some point. Yes, definitely. Um you know, but today, we, yeah, when
1: we first started this show, I was always the pleasant one. Remember I, when I did my pleasantries? I was a marvelous and I was
0: Mike, the whole reason I called it Pleasantries is because of how pleasant you were. Yeah. What happened to me? Big Daddy, um, what happened to me? Life. Okay, Life we, happened, Michael.
1: We need a uh, psychiatric segment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea that'll be a <laughs> long show we should do that, that be, yeah it could be a long show you're right uh, it'll right. be like a six hour show yeah, i don't know Probably a bad idea. so um but today what we're going to do the nfl season is actually kicking off on thursday um so we're going to do a little bit of nfl preview season oh, okay. preview um we are going to make our predictions for the super bowl um and then when dave and jason get on on the next show we'll have them make their predictions well, this would be the
1: first year that I would agree that we'd have to re-predict, because this is going to be a hard one to predict. It's almost like, who do I want to get, be there? Because who knows what's going to happen with, with how these teams are going to be ready. You know? Oh, absolutely. So I, I totally I agree.
0: It's it's going to be very difficult. You know, usually, as you know, each year, about halfway through the season or closer to playoffs, I might change my prediction a little you bit. You
1: change all the way up to right before the Super Bowl, then you change it again. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I've. No, I'm the only one but, in the world who never
0: changes their prediction. Yeah, well, you taking the Patriots again this year? Nope, nope. Tom Brady isn't there anymore. <laughs> mm, okay. So, and I know who's your NFC choice is, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll do sports talk, talk a little college football also, and um, how disappointing it is. The Big Ten is not starting today like they're supposed to. Um, and then we're going to talk your favorite subject, Mike. We're going to talk a little bit of fa- uh, fantasy uh, football. Okay, I brought my pillow. <laughs> so I
1: can <could>, <laughs> lay and my your head tissue down.
0: so when you cry. Um, <laughs> and, my, my and then t- we'll t- do the <laughs> final take. So let's, uh, let's get this started with sports talk and talk a little football. All
1: right, man. Here we go.
0: Tonight, we will be talking about sports. That's
1: right. Sports talk. Sports and talking
0: all righty michael so like i just mentioned we actually have the nfl that's going to kick off their season um on thursday um it is going to be houston at kansas city um and and we are gonna it's probably next week uh, as long as we got dave and jason on uh we're going to start the nose picks um another one of your favorite segments are we doing that today uh, no, I, I, I don't know, man. The first week is just going to be so difficult to predict because, I don't know, I just last year and the year before, we usually did it um, after starting like week two or three just so you can kind of get an idea of how these teams are going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will get into – we will talk about a couple of the games, um, but I don't want to make more of a prediction for the Super Bowl than – Isn't that a than, nose uh, pick anyways? What's that?
1: Isn't that a nose pick? I just want to play.
0: Uh, I just want to play the intro music. <laughs> you can do that next week. How about that? God damn it! Um, but it? so speaking of the season, uh, you know it's been obviously a very um, different off season than we've ever seen. Um, and the first question I have for you, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, is how good, realistically, how good is the season going to be? You know, you don't didn't have any preseason games. You 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 know, these guys are just they no scrimmages. Usually teams are scrimmaging in practice. There's none of that. But, so are we gonna be looking at like bad college football games for the first six, eight weeks or uh, because they're pros, are we gonna see immediately like great games?
1: Well that's great that's a great question. And I've heard a lot of people talking about this, but they are having scrimmages. Not not with other teams like they usually do, but they're having them in internal themselves. I know I saw um uh, a segment on the um, uh, Buccaneers and their scrimmages that they've been having, and how horrible the offense looked. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I know they're doing stuff like that. So I, my my thing is, I think the first three or four games are going to be like preseason because they're going to have to get their chemistry together. They're going—it's not going to be true. I think the first games, there's no way it's going to look like a college game. Okay, these are still professional NFL, the elite of the elite of the athletes of football so i think we're going to have the uh the real superstars really you'll be they'll be stepping up and it's mainly going to be a chemistry thing that in you know getting their uh you know getting the the rust out of their you know joints get everything moving and oiled like a machine until they start rolling so I, i if the teams that are um to also jump out of the gate looking good, it's going to be, I I think it's going to be very few. I think they're all going to struggle in the first few games, but I think it's going to be fair for both sides. So I don't think it'll look like college, but I think it'll look like two teams that
0: look like... Haven't haven't played an actual game yet. (laughs) And And, and that's
1: how college is in their first few games. You know, they don't play preseason in college. so And maybe in that respect, it might look like college, but... um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the thing I feel bad for is that the preseason was really a, a chance for rookies and for second stringers and third stringers to try to show and make a spot on the team. You know, they're right. going to lose out on that chance, and they're going I don't know how they're doing it now. So,
0: Well, I mean, you still had players that had to get – they still got to get down to a 53-man roster. So you still had – but it all went based on practice. If you had a bad day in practice, you could be cut. You know, I mean – it's just so odd and different that, you know, but I agree. I think it's I think the first three or four weeks are going to be like watching preseason games. And yes, you'll have one or two teams that have that talent to where you you expect them to be in the playoffs and all that. That may be a little bit better, but um, it's just going to be interesting to see. So who do you think right now? Now, we're not making our predictions yet for the Super Bowl, but two things who is going to be a surprise team this year? A lot of I hear a lot of people saying Miami, if Tua starts mm-hmm. could surprise a lot of people.
1: I don't agree with that. I don't think they're going to be, I don't think Tua is going to have a long way to go. I think.
0: Oh, I told, I agree. But, um, you know, Arizona with your boy, Kyler Murray, um, you know, they're in, a, you know, the NFC West is, a, is going to be a really tough division this year. Um, Everybody's saying the NFC South is going to be the toughest, with New Orleans, Atlanta, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. Um, but I don't think Carolina going to do anything. Atlanta could be a surprise team. You know, they uh, mm. they seem to have a really good year, then a bad year, then a good year, then a bad year. Where well, they had their bad year last year, they could very easily surprise a lot of people and and shock the world and win that division probably not but you never know.
1: No, the, no, I don't I don't I think a surprise team could be the Lions this year. Really? Mhm.
0: That'd be a really really big surprise. I know, I've got this gut feeling
1: and because uh last was it last week or the week before Stafford threw a 90-yard pass, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they they're back." Yeah, they're going to be back. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, the there seems Detroit, to be a little bit of probably, excitement
1: around them this year from the, yeah. from the people they got. Well,
0: Detroit's, so. Detroit's, I think, finally got a running game that with their rookie DeAndre Swift and then um, their uh, carry on, oh, I forget what his name is, dang it, um, carry on Johnson. But he, you know, with those two, yeah, they could actually have a good running game. No, it's not Barry Sanders, but. Yeah. Better than they've had in 15 years, and I think that'll make a huge difference for Stafford and and all that. But, you know, yeah, they could be a surprise. I mean, how funny would it be to see, like, a Detroit-Cleveland Super Bowl?
1: Well, I don't – yeah, I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. Because Cleveland's another
0: team a lot – they started – they did it last year with Cleveland, talking about how this is going to be the best season they've ever had, and they've got so much talent. They
1: said that last year.
0: This is last year. They oh, yeah, yeah, Before the season, when they got Odell Beckham Jr. and yeah. you know and all that. Well, now they've got now this year. They fired their head coach from last year, so they got a new head coach. Um, and they they got even more talent. So, you know, if I had to predict a true surprise team, I'd probably, as much as I hate Ohio, would say Cleveland might be the one.
1: It's a possibility. But, I don't see it happening this year. Maybe next year, but. Uh, what they need to sometimes, especially with the with not having any spring training and all their mini camps yeah. and shit. I, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Wouldn't uh, the Bucks be a surprise team? because uh, well, Just because Tom Brady goes there doesn't mean all of a sudden they're going to go to the Super Bowl.
0: No, it doesn't mean that. Um, but most people are not saying they'll be a surprise team because of how loaded they are. Yeah. You did see that Jacksonville released Leonard Fournette yeah, yeah. and then know, Tampa said. Bay signs him. I know, and they really so, didn't even need him. No, they didn't, but to have him, I mean, I saw something, was it, yesterday, I was watching one of the shows on NFL Network, and they said that in Tom Brady's 20 years or 21 years in the yeah, league, he's never had this his. is by far the most talent he's had around him on offense.
1: That's amazing, isn't it? It's going to nine Super Bowls, and this is the most talented team he's had
0: I know on isn't offense. Amazing? Yeah, but
1: defense, he's had some amazingly talented teams the last yeah. couple of years okay. no i
0: agree i agree last year they and most of the season had no more defense right and um, that's
1: going to be the the f- factor i think but i they're they're saying that's the like, most underrated defense in the nfl right now
0: yeah it's well that the, the your old favorite team <laughs> the the one that you rooted for for 20 years yeah let's um, talk about the patriots them. the patriots yeah um you know, so Cam Newton is now the starter I know
1: what the hell happened to our boy, man. I thought uh, Tommy's back. Yeah, he hurt yeah, himself. You know Stidham. that. Did right? him? He hurt his leg, so he was out a yeah. few a few days training uh, with this in practice with a leg, and they said he'll be fine. But apparently,
0: he's not. Well, apparently, Cam Newton's just a better quarterback. <laughs> so, well, that's
1: okay because all that means is I know they're probably not even going to make the playoffs with him. So.
0: Well, that's true, but it's it's the first time since 2001 season that somebody other than Tom Brady has started the season <clears throat> for New England. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they do. I think in that. Well, no, division, I thought Bob, he got
1: hurt in. Oh no, he got hurt in that year, so he didn't. Yeah, so this will be the first. In, year. in wow.
0: 2008, he started the season and then Towards, got Jordan, hurt. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Matt Castle stepped in and. They still went eleven and five, but um, so yeah, it's the first time in since two thousand one um, that uh, somebody besides Tom Brady will to be starting for the Patriots. So let's 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 do this, Mike. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Okay. Um, you know the top teams in the AFC and NFC. You know I think you got Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo, um, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Um, those are pretty much going to be your playoff teams, I think. NFC, San Francisco, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, possibly Dallas, Seattle, uh, Arizona. I mean, there's, it's, it really is kind of wide open this year. So right now, I want to hear your prediction for the Super Bowl, which, by the way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's never been a team to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it possible... That out of everything that Brady has done in his career, is it possible for him now to also be the first, get the first team to the Super Bowl in their home stadium? What's your prediction, Michael?
1: (laughs) This is probably one of the hardest predictions we've ever had in our two years of doing this. And the the reason, obviously, is what's going on. So, I mean, if I'm going to be realistic... About this, because everybody knows and I love Tom Brady, and and he is you know the greatest of all time. And um, can he elevate that team to that elite status that he had the Patriots every year? Because I don't care what anybody says, Tom Brady's mere presence in that locker room elevates everybody around him. Okay, totally agree. So I've seen a lot of interviews with these players in the Bucks, and they are like one of the coaches said everybody has a whole different attitude this year. It's like a different psychological team. And it's because Tom Brady is there. And he's just he's just raising it cuz they see how hard he works and they they know this is what you got to do to be a champion and they're watching him and they're like, "Oh, Jesus Christ, he's he's 43 and he's still working like that. So I got to I got to up my game." So everybody's up in their game. The defense is up in their game. They're like, "I want to in practice I want to intercept Tom Brady." And they're keeping the balls. <laughs> it's like in practice. Um, I would have to say, uh, for the NFC, it's going to be a tough road. But it's very possible, just with the magic that can happen in that scenario and the drive that Tom Brady has, that they could – they're definitely going to go to the playoffs, I think. And I think they're going to win the division. I don't care what he says about the Saints. I don't think the Saints – I think the Saints are going to be – I think they're overrated this year. So, I think they're going to win the division and I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Can they get to the Super Bowl? I'm not going to not put them in on the NFC. They got to beat San Francisco. They got to beat, you know, Seattle. They got to beat whoever pops up over there. Um So, I'm going to say Tampa Bay. <laughs> And now the wow. AFC, the AFC, wow, big surprise, Michael. Uh, the AFC, um, I want. So everybody obviously thinks Kansas City's going back in the AFC, and I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna. Not not everybody, no.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Okay, because I think uh, Baltimore's um, magic is is over. I don't think they're gonna uh, make it this year. Kansas City has a good shot, but I don't think th- they say we're going to be a dynasty. Um they don't I don't think they realize how hard it is to be a dynasty. And um so I'm going to just because I I can't stand Mahomes, especially in the in the recent weeks of the shit he's been doing and saying. Uh which is pretty much a lot of NFL players. So I'm pretty much pissed at everybody except Tom Brady. Uh <laughs> Uh and, and Bruce Arians. I'm kinda liking him lately. Um I, I I'm I'm wondering if Buffalo can step it up and um make this transition. They got their defense is is stout. They've got their offense. Who's they got who's the quarterback right now?
0: They still got Josh, Josh yeah, Allen.
1: Josh Allen, yeah. And he's had this is his what, fourth year?
0: Uh I think yeah, third or fourth year. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh he great- gotten progressively better every year. And yeah. now he's got Stephon Diggs yeah, as a got wide Diggs receiver. And got he's got
1: some weapons a,
0: around a him. stout defense, a great running game, yeah. They, I'm going
1: to say they're going to surprise everybody, and they're going to represent, and they're going to beat Kansas City. That Kansas is City, a
0: bold prediction, Michael. It's bold,
1: dude, but I get a chance Very to change bold. it because of the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Buffalo and Tampa Bay. That's a hell of a Super Bowl right there. Uh, that's a crazy Super Bowl right there. Now yours is gonna uh, be more realistic, and you're gonna go with the more popular, better no, teams. Not, not necessarily. Uh, let what you got. Um,
0: so, so here's my take on the AFC. I yeah. don't think Baltimore's done by any means. You don't. Um, I gotta this gut feel. I gotta go gut. You
1: know, my gut says I yeah. hate Baltimore, so I'm not gonna put them in.
0: Um, I think. <laughs> kansas city is the most talented team in the afc i think they've they've got the most weapons they've got the most one of the best coaches they've literally signed all their big time players including andy Reid, the head coach to multi-year contracts so yes they could have a dynasty it's possible um but for the afc you know God, it's going to be tough, but... i got to tell you,
1: this dynasty thing with them, it takes more than winning one Super Bowl. Then all of a sudden we're going to be a dynasty. Don't even say that until you've won two, at least two.
0: Okay. My, now, Andy Reid
1: is not Bill Belichick. I'm sorry. Listen.
0: Bill or Belichick a Bill Walsh. Is me- or a- hey, go hey. Ahead. Bill Belichick was nothing until Tom Brady came along. So we're going to see how good Bill Belichick really is without Brady. Because his record with Brady was ridiculous and his record without Brady. There's a reason Cleveland got rid of him. So, and the jets traded him (laughs) to new England because he he was, he was an average coach.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. He's a great defensive coach, but he was an average coach. So as far as the AFC goes, I like the Buffalo pick. I do think that they're going to go to the next level. I just don't know if they're going to be that good yet to get to a Super Bowl. The easy pick is Kansas City, hmm. um, but honestly, I, I'm I'm right now. Yes, we may change it, but right now I'm going to put Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Really?
1: Oh, I, okay. I team, can see it. Yeah.
0: I think Lamar Jackson has the talent. He doesn't have uh, as much talent uh, yeah. around him as Kansas City or other teams do, but um, I think he's got enough to get them to the Super Bowl because I think he's pissed off enough from last year losing to Tennessee when they really clearly should have been in that AFC AFC championship game. And I, I do think that over the next three or four years, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are going to be the top two quarterbacks in the AFC.
1: I don't think Lamar's gonna is going to make that. I don't think he's going to last, dude. Running quarterbacks, unless you're Steve Young, he doesn't play like Steve Young played. Steve Young was
0: Really good running quarterback. I I I agree. Now he's Lamar but Jackson. Mahom, is, Mahomes is no different. Mahomes but, is a mobile quarterback. Yeah, but he
1: doesn't run like Steve Young ran.
0: Russell Wilson is a mobile quarterback. Russell Wilson
1: is also a really good quarterback. I mean,
0: you know what I'm saying. I mean, so I I totally agree with what you're saying. Yes, Lamar Jackson could. I mean, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of Michael Vick or or uh, Vince Young or. Somebody like that 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 came out had a the Cam Newton had a great great college couple couple seasons had a great college career had a great couple seasons won the Heisman blah 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 and then and three years into the league you don't even hear about him anymore and Lamar Jackson could be that I think he is but I think Lamar Jackson is a little bit more talented than that and I don't know so so I right now am putting Baltimore in on the AFC all right bold predictions Michael. And uh, and the NFC the NFC is more wide open to me than uh, than the AFC. Some people are predicting Dallas. Yeah, I don't think I so. I don't think so. Um, I really think it's going to come down to one of four teams: San Francisco, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, or Seattle. I think those are f- going to be your four best teams really? in the in the, a- in the NFC.
1: You would put Seattle back in there? I don't
0: know, man. Seattle, man. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle's is going to be good this year. They they got a really good defense. They they've got a great offense. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to win that division and um, could potentially make it to the Super Bowl. Um, but so could San Francisco, New Orleans, or Tampa Bay. A lot of it's going to depend on injury. A lot of it's going to depend on this ridiculous virus that if somebody gets tested positive, they got to sit for a week or two, or however that works. Um, but as a prediction right now, um, God, man, it's hard to go against Brady. It really is, but yes, really
1: I know. But it's really a, that's like a risky prediction, and I'm all about the risk. Yeah, you know,
0: so um, I, don't, I don't really. But care. honestly, my reputation is not on the line like yours is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I changed my prediction anyway. So, um, but honestly, I I, it, I think New Orleans has been so close the last three years. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have the that, next, the, the that and this year. may be uh, is probably gonna be Drew Brees' last season. He has Emmanuel Sanders. He's got a great running game. He's got other good wide receivers. I mean, Michael Thomas is arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He's got a really good defense. They are overall, to me, probably the best team in the NFC. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go New Orleans-Baltimore as my prediction as of today.
1: (laughs) That's interesting because, you know, they just got – well, not they didn't just get it, but they signed um, What's-His-Face quarterback that was uh, through all those interceptions at Tampa. Land. What's his James name? Winston. Yeah, Winston, yeah. They, they signed Winston as Breeze's backup when they had that mm-hmm. other guy. Or but they, they still have him. I know, but the other guy is freaking incredible. I mean, he's their future. Why would they sign Winston? All they did, this is what they did is my prediction, is Winston's got this um, interception curse around him. And he's going to bring this weird vibe into their locker room. It's going to permeate through the team, and they're going to throw a lot of interceptions. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I, I, uh, I, I completely
0: disagree with that. Um, Winston, yes, he threw a ton of interceptions last year, but he also threw for over 5,000 yards. Um, That's because of the
1: the Tampa, and,
0: and even even with those interceptions, Tampa Bay had overall. I think the number one or number two D, uh, offense in the number league. Number one so, offense in
1: the league. They had number one offense.
0: Yeah. So yes, Jameis Winston threw a lot of interceptions, but he's not starting. Drew Brees is, and Drew Brees, knowing that this is more than likely his last year, you know, and seeing has how close they've been in the playoffs the last three years, that. Uh, and they've won the division three years in a row. I think they will win the division. I think Tampa Bay will be really close right behind them. Um, but I just see – I don't know, man. I see, I see Drew Brees making it to one more. I don't see it. it it's, it's hard to, again, go against San Francisco, who was in the Super Bowl last year. I don't see Green it. Bay is going to be good. Dallas is going to be better. Seattle, Arizona. you got so many teams in the NFC. But in my eyes, and my eyes are what matter, um, I see New Orleans. Okay, Coming I out.
1: It. I don't see. It.
0: But so, okay. yeah, it's but, fine. Um, we can disagree and still of, be friends. We what? We can
1: disagree and still be friends. Yeah. I'm not going to cancel you
0: out of social <laughs> society. Um, so, so having said all of that, with yeah. those predictions for the Super Bowl, which I think Tampa Bay Buffalo is is a good prediction. I really do. I yeah, think Buffalo possible. is going to be
1: it's definitely a possibility. And I would love to see something like that. I would love to yeah. Not see. Yeah. Um, would it would it be weird a Patriots and the Buccaneers? That would be epic. That would be that would be a movie. <laughs> it would be the, considering everything that's happened. That
0: is a movie. I I agree. Yeah, that would be I, I agree. Um, so speaking of Tampa Bay and New Orleans, they play next week I in know. Week One. I'm so excited. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. But let me ask you one more quish, question about the NFL, quish and question. then we're going to move on to college. What's a quiz question? How, <laughs> I had too much coffee. Yeah. Um, No fans in the stands. There's only three teams right now, as it stands today, that are going to allow fans into their games. The Cowboys, the Jaguars, and the Chiefs. Good. Two other teams are still on the fence, the Colts and the Browns. But for the most part, um, and they're not going to allow a full stadium, but they're going to allow a percentage of fans in, and there's only three teams that are going to do it. So a game like Tampa Bay at New Orleans, which should be a huge first game, you're not going to have any fans there. So how is that going to affect that game? How is that going to affect the players? And you're talking every single other game except for maybe two or three that you're not going to have fans. I mean, yes, I've looked at basketball. Yes, I've looked at hockey. Hockey, yes, it's still just as intense and everything, and they pump in crowd noise, and the NFL is going to do that. But how are these players going to – play with no fans. And I think that's going to, you know, my prediction for week one, Tampa Bay at New Orleans,
1: mm-hmm.
0: New Orleans wins it. Because they're at home. Because they're at home. Yeah. Even though there's no fans, their home crowd fans being pumped in is going to help them.
1: <laughs> here's, how I, here's how I look at that. Because um, the fans really are there and they provide an energy. It's an energy that that permeates into that field, onto that field, and it, it energizes the players. Not having that there, this is going to probably feel like uh, a scrimmage to the players, as far as yeah. uh, psychologically, you know. So the, the question will be: Is who is going to be the most prepared to just scrimmage another team and know that it counts, and who is going to be? I think. The team with the most motivation to get somewhere this year, I'm not saying Saint, the Saints don't have a motivation because I, I know every team wants to get Super Bowl, but there's just going to be something different about Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa Bay loses to the Saints that first day, that first game, no way. So I don't well, think it has – I think the the crowd noise pumping in, I think it's going to be – the question is just how loud are they going to pump it in? How loud, how, what's the decibel limit that they're allowed to do? <laughs> there is a decibel limit, I know I know that there is.
0: Yeah, there is. There is. And and they've got the NFL set that and they've got that. Um, you know, whatever it's gonna be. But um I don't know, man. It's it's just gonna be so different. It's just I mean, I'm I'm super pumped that at least the NFL's starting their season. I hope it doesn't end up like the other seasons, like basketball and hockey and all that, to where we get like six games and then they postpone the rest of the season and then all of a sudden we have a playoff. I mean
1: That's going to be stupid.
0: You know, it's going to be a a
1: season that doesn't count. It's going to be stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It starts on Thursday and Houston at Kansas City and no fans in the stands. But we'll see how these teams do. See if pumping in a crowd noise makes a difference or not. Um, But, uh, yeah, next thing, Mike, I really, I'm really disappointed and sad today do you know why why because Michigan should be playing football right now and they're not
1: yeah
0: I, I should think. have I should have the Michigan game on right now Yeah, and I don't do you know why
1: because they're, they're stupid
0: because they're stupid and the Big Ten canceled the season <clears throat> or postponed the season or or whatever it's it's um, canceled there's no way they're gonna play there's so not, the not uh the, the college football season does kick off today like it normally does on uh, the first, you know, Labor Day weekend. But you want to hear what games are going today, Mike? You yeah, ready to watch these? Yeah, I want to watch something. So, so in three minutes, Eastern Kentucky plays Marshall.
1: Cool, so they're playing. Good, good for them.
0: Middle Tennessee plays Army. Good. SMU in Texas State, Houston Baptist in North Texas. Can't wait for that game. Arkansas State in Memphis and Stephen F. Austin in UTEP. Oh That's God. all the college football we get today.
1: What? Uh, when? When is, I thought the SEC and
0: the... Um, so the, the ACC starts next week. And the SEC doesn't start until week four, the end of September.
1: Okay, this is so stupid. This is ridiculous.
0: So next week, there'll be a little bit better games with the ACC playing. Uh, and the Big 12 plays next week also. If
1: you're an ACC fan, yeah. Well, what the fuck well, do yeah, we care about them? Yeah. I don't
0: give but a but shit. I, I at least want to see, you know, some... Good college football games, other than uh, Houston Baptist, and you know, I mean,
1: how come the these all these games are playing today? How come the Big Ten and these big schools don't see that and say, "Well, why aren't we playing?" I mean, all the kids are saying, all the students. Well, are but I mean, like are. you also
0: got to say say that like TCU is supposed to play SMU. I think it's next week, and TCU doesn't want to do it because they've had so many positive cases of COVID. Yeah, but. That they're,
1: the they're positive insane. cases doesn't mean they're, they're going to get sick. And all the new data shows – come on, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not talk, we're not going to get into
0: that. But
1: oh, my, the, God. The, the oh is, is my God. The point is – is my God.
0: The ACC starts next week. The uh, SEC starts in three more weeks. The Big 12 starts next week. And those are the only three of the five power conferences that you're going to see this year. So um, one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, two other things, is the top 25 rankings. So preseason top 25, the Big Ten, has six teams ranked in the top 25.
1: Where's Michigan? With,
0: with two of those teams being in the top 10. Ohio State at number two and Penn State at number seven. Um, then you got Wisconsin at 12, Michigan at 16, Minnesota at 19, and Iowa at 24. How is... These teams not playing. I, I saw something yesterday that, that said that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 not playing their seasons is going to hurt these colleges so much as far as talent-wise, recruiting, um, all that. It's like, it's just going to hurt these schools. And it could take a couple of years for them to recover from this. And, ah, oh, dude, I don't even know what to say anymore. This is so frustrating. This is so frustrating. I want, this is one thing I look forward to most about Labor Day weekend is college football starting and being able to watch a Michigan game and being able to watch Ohio State lose and, you know, which hopefully they do every week. At least now I know that that they can't win a game.
1: It's true. That makes me feel better.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, um, I don't know. It, it's not going to be obviously the same college football. I don't know how the NCAA is going to do any kind of a playoff when all you have is the ACC, Big Twelve, and it's not going to count. Are we going to have a conference USA team in there? It's, yeah, I it's mean, not going to
1: count. This, this year doesn't count. It's basically they've they've screwed it up. They've allowed a uh, well, never mind. They've allowed something to control everything when the science is the opposite. So. Yeah. We we have to just accept this and f- under, try to understand why this is happening to us because you and I are the ones suffering through this college football.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, Jason, tremendous. Dave is
1: and Davis too, probably a little bit, but Jason's suffering.
0: No, I know we all are. I mean, I, I mean, as much as there's teams in the Big Ten I don't like, um, everybody, all Big Ten fans are suffering. Yeah. it's just, and, and what I think is going to end up happening is the ACC, Big Twelve, and Pac twelve are. Uh, sec are going to go through their seasons yes they're starting a little bit later and everything's going to be perfectly fine yeah and they're going to play every game yeah. and they're going to allow a certain number of fans in yeah. and everything's going to be perfect and those three conferences are going to be laughing at the big 10 and pac 12 yeah and it's literally they're going to be the laughing stock of college football and um, every football
1: yeah I agree. You know, Oh, and, and there's other conferences that shut down too. Mac, the big, or the Mac. Uh, the Mac shut down. Yeah, no. Some
0: of the smaller conferences did too. But you know, you're still going to have Conference USA. You're still going to have the AAC. Did they not look
1: gonna... at the science and the numbers? Did they not do that? Why? Why aren't no. they looking at that and saying, "Oh, we're fine"? Look at the numbers. All I our, don't know. our students are all in their like eighteen, nineteen, or nineteen, twenty, and twenty-one. We're good. These are, these are healthy kids. They're not going to die from it, so it's like the flu. They get it, they just go, you know, they're out until they feel better. Yeah, I I just remember
0: a few weeks ago before the Big Ten canceled their season, um, seeing an interview with Harbaugh saying that uh, since June when the players uh, and students got on campus, or mostly the players, they've done over 500 tests of the players, and they've had two positives. And those probably weren't even And those were probably false positives. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's it's not going to be as fun of a college football season by any means at all. Okay, I'm going to be depressed even, every week. I'm not even going to watch anything. Okay. Um, I, we may not even, you know, usually we do the nose picks for college. I may just cancel that because, you know, who are you going to pick between Houston Baptist and North Texas? Exactly. There's nothing to even say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say anything. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's let's, let's quit talking about college. I'm getting more depressed. Let's move on, Michael. You ready for this? Yeah. What are we doing? Fantasy football. Oh, here comes my... Oh, yeah. Get your pillow out Mm -hmm. and your, your tissues. I got you. Fantasy.
1: What's your fantasy? Is it football? Is it fantasy football? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love that. I haven't heard that, that in a long time. That is. That, 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 you know what? That gets me out of my depression, Mike. <laughs> that does. That just snapped me right out of that depression because fantasy football is starting. Wasn't sure it was going to happen, but now I've got four, count them, Michael, four fantasy football drafts coming up. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds great and exciting for you. What that means is, once again, I'm in four leagues. Excellent. Once again, I have a chance to win four leagues. Last year, I was in the same four leagues. I made the playoffs in three out of the four, almost won two of them. Uh, and, and yes, Jason, when he joins us, hopefully next week, um, we will be obviously talking about, because he and I are in two of the same leagues. I still have my league, uh, which is the 10th or 11th year for this league And then I'm in, uh, obviously, three other leagues. Uh, It's going to be super-duper exciting. Uh, I cannot wait. I've got a draft tomorrow night. I've got two on Tuesday night. I know I'm telling you this so that when when tomorrow night at 8 o'clock rolls around, you will sit there and go, wow, how is Paul doing on his draft? I can't wait to find (laughs) out. And then Tuesday night I got two. Don't think I'll be thinking Wednesday, that. <laughs> Wednesday night I got one. So by Wednesday night you're going to be sitting at home going, "Gosh, Big Daddy, he's got four drafts done. He's going to win all four leagues." Do we uh, um, in this new fantasy football world
1: uh, are they going to have a uh, points for COVID or non-COVID? No. That's no, good.
0: but you better better be able to draft well to have your backup players. Um, yeah be able to do something because this is a much different year and if they do have to sit somebody because of this deadly, deathly illness virus that we have out there in the world, uh, you got to have somebody behind them that you can hope will perform the way that your starters do. So I know you did fantasy football for about a total of five minutes. Yep. uh, Back in 2011. (laughs) Uh, But I basically took over Wade's... uh no, Mike, we've had this conversation several times. You did not take over Wade's. I did. No, I took it over, but then you did it for me. Mm, I ended up, I think, doing both of your teams.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, is that what happened? Yeah, you're probably right. I don't remember. No,
0: no. actually, you, you controlled your team. I ended up taking over Wade's eventually. Well, that's right, and, because and, I and then it you because didn't, Wade you didn't, was on it. Yeah. yeah, you didn't even set your lineup every week and somehow still beat people. <laughs>
1: Because I don't mess around, dude. I go with the gut, which means I, I don't do anything. I have, I I have people
0: anything. like Jen who is still mad. There was one week that you had, like, four players on a bye, didn't play anybody to replace them, and you beat her. <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember. That That's is hard. the excitement of fantasy football, Michael. Okay. It's exciting. Are we moving on? Get excited. <laughs> four uh, drafts next Thursday. When the season starts, I'm going to be rocking and rolling. I'm winning all four leagues this year. Jason, don't talk any smack, man, because you're not going to do it this year. Sorry, bud. Oh, yes, that's, there we go. Okay, we'll see what happens. This, this trophy right here that I got in my hands, eventually my name's going to be right here, right there. That's going to be my name.
1: Who's those other three?
0: Well, we've got six on this side. So we've got Jason's won this league twice. This is my league, by the way. Um, So we got Jason. Chris, Jen's husband, has won this thing four times. It's enough. And then uh, Max has won it, Brian's won it, and Dan's won it. So out of ten players that have all been in this league for now, I think this will be the ninth or tenth year straight, half of the league has not won this trophy. Me being one of those. (laughs) It's my league. But that's gonna change this year, Michael. Okay It's gonna change. Get excited, get pumped up. Oh, I can't wait. It's time for fantasy football. Woo! Anyways, (laughs) let's move on to the final tape. Michael. So, as I did mention at the beginning of the show, uh, this weekend, basically, is our two-year anniversary of doing this podcast. Mm. Obviously, things have changed in the two years. Uh, Dave and Jason, we miss you. We want you guys on. Uh, um, Yeah, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. I mean, yes, you and I did this by ourselves for about six months before Jason joined, and then... Dave was a guest here and there, and then joined regularly. Uh, but it's been it's been a fun two years, you know. I'm going to throw some stats out there because one, I'm a stats guy, and two, I just think it's interesting uh, how many different cities and countries listen to us. Yeah, I love to hear it. Some some people don't know this, Michael, but in in two years we've done this is our 68th show. Wow. 68. I was hoping in two years would be more like over a hundred, but obviously life happens and you know You just you can't do anything about it, but so 68 shows. We've had over 3,000 total Plays, which means the shows being played by listening by somebody almost 3200 actually 3183 Is how many total plays we've had? Now out of that our number one track that has been played our number one show is a playoffs and trivia show from last season? I probably beat you in that trivia. Um, probably. Probably. Um, wait, wait. And which uh, one was it? What's that? Which? What say that? Which one was it? It was a uh, playoffs and trivia, which is um, let's see, let's see if I can find this. I believe it was from last season. Uh, the one we did right before the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, uh, you, you, I think I'm I, sure you won. I, you think I completely every time? dominated you in trivia that night, but uh we'll never know because you won two in a row now and you know that's all
1: that matters that's all that if, matters if to what you. happens lately yeah what have so, you done for me
0: lately right um so anyways interesting stats here michael interesting top countries in the world that are listening to us the united states is number one not a surprise who would you think would be number two uh every, every country in the world What's number one? Well, Of course, the United States is. Oh, okay. Phew.
1: I would say number two would be um,
0: Brazil. Oh my God, not even close. Oh, uh, it's Ireland. We've been played fifty-seven times in Ireland. Mexico is number three. See, si, Senor. Ireland's number two. Ireland's number two. So Aye. it's interesting to see this. Like the top cities, Nashville, where we live, is number one. But Mountain View, California, whoever's listening in Mountain View, California, we love you. Keep listening. Call the hotline. Call it. 615-669-4129. Just throw that out there. (laughs) And then San Francisco's number three. The other interesting thing is when I look at the top countries, we've actually been played at least one time in 50 different countries. I wonder what that means. I
1: mean, how is that possible? We don't speak all these different languages.
0: I don't know. Uh, I have to believe that the stats that are here on, on SoundCloud are correct. Uh, but, yeah, yeah when, when, I look at, when I look at this, I mean, there's, you know, Canada, India, Turkey, Brazil, Russia. I mean, we've been played multiple times in all these countries.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know if people listen to us once and say, I don't understand English. Why am I listening to this? <laughs> or if they say you know who are these 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 americans that don't know what they're talking about i don't know or maybe they listen for the music you know maybe they listen for the music yeah absolutely they might be going man whoever wrote that music is a genius i don't know but what i do know is we've got 68 shows done now i want to keep this going the stats show that we've got people listening we are on so many websites right now and there's a few more i want to get on uh, but you know, hard to believe it's been two years.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Hard to believe, and I remember three years ago you and I did some practice yeah. <laughs> practice shows. That uh, yeah, there's a reason they were not put out to the public. Yeah, that was
1: that's true. I my mom, one of them. I think you were drunk. It's possible. The back <laughs> then I, I did, uh, but, uh, indulge in the uh, drink so.
0: Yeah. So I just, you know, as my final take, I just wanted to mention the the two year anniversary. I am super appreciative to you, to Dave and Jason. I can't wait for those guys to to be on again. I miss it when it's, when it's not all four of us. Um, The only other thing I wanted to mention is coming up soon. um, We are going to have a show that has nothing to do with sports that has to do with everything that's going on in the country right now with the election year, the, the virus, um, all this political crap that's going on. Um, I want us to give our views on this because I watch a lot of sports shows and everybody else is doing it, so there's no reason why we can't.
1: Yeah, we'll do it one time. And then, one then we'll time. It's going to be once. None of us agree that politics should be in sports.
0: I totally yeah. agree with so that. When I see I, these other shows
1: that, doing this, I'm so against it. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to speak up. Sometimes you just got to give truth. your
0: opinion, and yeah. if somebody doesn't like it, whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, and, Mike, we, it's, and we don't want to be canceled because of it, but we're, ready, we're willing to take that risk because those six people
0: might just cancel us. They might. Hopefully not. I want, I want show 69 to show up. <laughs> My favorite number. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> well, Mike, I was born in 69. There's one reason. That's true. I've got other reasons, too, but we won't get into that. All right. Let's not but, talk anymore. Move on. Anyways, so Mike has been a great show. Glad yeah. we went old school. We did. Um, but, however, we do miss Dave and Jason, so we're yeah. looking forward to having them on hopefully next week. We'll make some more predictions for the football season. We'll get the nose picks going, fantasy football. It's actually actually getting me a little excited right now about, about the rest of this year, possibly. Find us on every website out there. Just kidding. <laughs> That's easy. Find us on Pandora, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Email us. Jason is still trying to clear out that inbox. (laughs) Hangingwiththebrothers at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram now. Search Hangingwiththebrothers. Follow us on Instagram. Got some pictures up there. Trying to post some shows on there. Uh, And Mike, good time. Happy times. Yep. Happy anniversary. All right, man. You too. Big Daddy's out.